Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Raptors Over Everything podcast. My name is Amit Man. Rate, review, and subscribe on your podcast platforms and on YouTube. Like and subscribe there as well. The person I'm speaking to today, we spoke a few months ago. It was around rumors circulating around OG Ananobi and whether he was going to be become a Phoenix Sun, but that didn't happen. But we are again <laughs> going to talk to Gerald here from PHNX Sports about rumors circulating around a person on the Phoenix Sun staff. So what's up, man? How are you? How are things? I'm doing great. Just uh, on the road here in Denver covering the playoffs and um, it's been a lot of fun. The season has been so much fun. And hopefully this time when we talk about a Suns Raptors rumor, it'll actually have some legs to it. Beyond. Yeah. How you enjoying Kevin Durant as a Phoenix Sun? Uh, it's been it's been really fun to cover. I mean, he's been great with us here in Phoenix so far. I think he's a lot happier than he was earlier in the season. And yeah. um, it's kind of scary that he's averaging like near 30 points a game and it still doesn't feel like they've quite uh, figured things out just yet. So it, it's been a lot of fun covering this team with him. On like 60% shooting or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Very, very good. Yeah, man, it's oh, insane. Man. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're early days in this series, but I mean, the Nuggets took game one in something of a convincing fashion. But I mean, I guess I want to hear your thoughts on where you think things are. Did, did game one reveal anything to you or make you go, oh, that's not good? Um, A little bit. I honestly thought this was going to be a tough series either way. I, I picked Suns in six and wasn't fully confident in that. And I still yeah. think that's what it's going to be. But um, game one was a nice reminder to everyone involved. Like the Nuggets are for real. They're a very good team. Um, and this Suns group has only had what 13 games together. So the Nuggets have continuity on their side. They're very well coached. They're deep. Um, and Jamal Murray, when he gets to the playoffs, we know what he can do. So it, yeah. it was kind of a, a little bit of a wake up call in terms of we need to lock in defensively a little bit better than we did in game one. Sure. Um, I, I think they'll respond in game two. They really didn't attack the pick and roll well in game one. Um, so I'm looking for a much improved effort from them tonight, but uh, we'll see. The Nuggets are very good, and this could easily mm -hmm. go down 2-0 and be a situation where you got to protect home court heading back to Phoenix. DeAndre Ayton, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, DeAndre. We kind of need you here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not been great. I, I think out of the 71 players that have logged enough minutes or statistics or whatever to qualify for BPM, he's ranked 70th out of those 71. Uh -huh. Uh, -oh. uh and and uh -oh. the only person behind him is Dylan Brooks. So that's not uh -oh. a great uh -oh. Uh -oh. not company, <laughs> not great company. Uh not no. great company. Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> so they need to love our Canadians here on this pod, uh Dylan Brooks, but um yeah, the the showing in that Lakers series, not not good on or off the court. Not not great, no. Bob. Not great, not great. No. Um but not you know who great. is great? Because you know Kevin Young. Okay, so the assistant coach with the Phoenix Suns, one of the names that are rumored that the Raptors are interested or at least circulating as a person that could become the, the head coach of the Toronto Raptors. I don't know at the moment if he's been interviewed or not. Um, some candidates have been interviewed and we know those names, but um, I'm not sure. But, you know, going off of Woj's tweet, you know, Kevin is one of the people that they're considering him. And uh, you go through some of his resume um, through my light Googling and I can see why. But I mean, just for starters, like from your perspective, why would the Toronto Raptors be interested in, in Kevin Young becoming their head coach? 
Yeah, I think you look at his resume, you look at his age, he's only 41 years old. He's very much viewed as kind of one of these next up and coming young assistants, mm. um, kind of like Nick Nurse was. And I don't know if that will make Raptors fans feel better or worse, but um, <laughs> that, that's kind of how he's viewed right now. He's coached at every level. He's helped with player development in the G League. Yeah. Um, all of his players have a lot of positive things to say about him. And mm -hmm. I think he's very well prepared from you know, an X's and O's standpoint, a scouting standpoint, um, you know, last year when Monty Williams was in health and safety protocols for a couple of games, he filled in and did a really nice job there. Um, he's credited as being one of the driving forces behind the sun's kind of deadly pick and roll attack. Um, Ooh, okay. So I, I think when you look at it from a schematic standpoint, um, he's always kind of the guy that's suggesting different things to Monty Williams. And you, you mm -hmm. could say that about every associate head coach in the NBA. That's kind of their job. But um, Monty's been very forthcoming with giving him credit when he deserves credit for some of the things that he suggests. Interesting. So Kevin Arnovitz, uh, ESPN, he does a, an article each year pinpointing certain coaches who are kind of the up and comers, who are future NBA coaches. And at the top of that list was... Kevin Young. And I know Monty Williams, they're both assistants in with the 76ers, right? Yes. Yeah. So their relationship goes back, you know, many years now. Um, why does Monty like him so much? What does he offer that is unique um, from potentially, you know, another head coach or assistant coach? I think what Monty looks for in his assistant coaching staff and something he values, especially in Kevin Young, is a guy that will I don't want to say check him, but like challenge him with different ideas that will mm. challenge his approach that will bring different ideas to the table. Um, you know, he's, he's a very trusted coach on that bench. He's the guy that they go to whenever they need to know whether they need to challenge something in the moment in a game. He's the guy that uh, Monty has credited with helping him judge shot quality versus what the stats say. Um, so kind of weighing the eye test versus what the numbers say. Um, as far as the quality of shots they're getting, if they're Ooh, having that's an a trendy night. topic right there, that's a trendy topic. Yeah. Yeah. So that's always a good thing. Um, yeah. and he, like I said, he makes a ton of suggestions that Monty, uh, sometimes he's slow to come around on, but we'll credit him with after the fact, like the biggest one this season that he's, he's repeatedly joked about is, uh, the sun's improvement as an offensive rebounding team. Um, you know, he's he's been saying Kevin has been on his butt for two years now trying to get Monty to relent and have them crash more guys on the offensive glass. Um, and Monty was always worried about transition defense. This year, Monty decided to give in and make the switch. And the Suns, I think, were seventh in offensive rebounds per game. They were a much wow. improved team in second chance points. Uh, and the transition defense hasn't suffered too much. It did in game one the other night, but not as a whole on the season. So that's been a big change for them, especially after the last couple of years, you know, the Milwaukee Bucks series, they got crushed on the offensive glass. And so I yeah. think they tried to turn uh, one of their weaknesses into something that they can combat it with. And that was Kevin Young that was pushing for that the whole time. No kidding. Offensive rebounding, another trendy topic these days. And surely enough, the Raptors were the one that kind of bent that a little bit with their uh, their style of play that they introduced last season with uh, Vision 6-9. Now, I don't know if it's going to continue after what we saw this season, but um, Nick Nurse was, you know, at the top of that list saying that, you know, if we got all these kinds of players, let's start crashing the glass more. And funny enough, there is a connection between uh, Young and Nick Nurse because Young was the person who took over for Nick Nurse with the D-League uh, Iowa Energy back in 2013 mm -hmm. when he actually was promoted and became uh, a Toronto Raptor. And that's when you know Nick is saying, I've been with this franchise for 10 years. Well, he started in the D-League. So that's, uh, that's pretty cool. A little connection there between these two. He's been... Um, 
he's been around for a little while and he's also been rumored to be um, in the running for a few head coaching jobs already, um, which uh, I think is important because that just shows, you know, how well-regarded he's been for not just this season, but like previous seasons that he is truly one of the up and coming uh, head coaches. Yeah, absolutely. He's interviewed for the Houston Rockets position before they hired Ime Odoka um, back when he was an assistant coach on the 76ers staff with Monty Williams. Mm -hmm. He interviewed for that uh, head coaching job before it went to Doc Rivers. He interviewed, I believe, with the Utah Jazz uh, after Quinn Snyder left and then recently with the Washington Wizards um, before they hired Wes Unsell Jr. So he's he's definitely been a popular name that's come up in interviews. I don't know how far he's gotten in the interview process, obviously not far enough yeah. to this point. Sure. Um, but this is I don't want fans to misconstrue it as like this guy's kind of like a Byron Scott that keeps getting. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Interviews and no one knows why and he never gets over the hump. I feel like his time is probably coming and I think Monty is aware of it as well. You know, he's talked at length, like when Willie green got hired by the Pelicans that yeah. the, the sign that you're doing something good is when other teams want to kind of uh, give your guys the chance to elevate and take that head coaching position. So he views it as a good thing. He, he mm. says it's something that Greg Popovich did for him in terms of empowering him on the coaching staff and, letting him take the reins from time to time. He's done that with Kevin Young. Um, so I, I think it's nice. only a matter of time before he kind of gets over that hump. Do the Suns, are they going to be willing to let him go? Or, I mean, I guess you can't really yeah. stop a coach, but uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it might be a bit of a tough pill to swallow, especially for Monty, who's been um, with Young uh, for a few seasons now. And uh, I see a quote here from the Arnovitz article that I mentioned earlier on. He has earned the respective players with his work ethic and candor. He was a finalist for the Washington job last spring, as you mentioned, where his sharpness impressed. How do the players view him? Do they like him? Is he a player coach? Because again, these days you kind of have to be to, <laughs> to last in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think he's well-regarded on the team as well. Um, like you mentioned, his candor, his openness with players is a big thing. And on the Suns, you know, they have an assistant coach that's assigned to two or three players as kind of like their coach. Um, mm. And so Kevin Young has been with Book for a while now and, and Book has had nothing but positive things to say about him. Um, and working with him, his sharpness, his ability to uh, analyze the X's and O's and scouts and other opponents. That's one thing Book has brought up, um, you know, campaign and Cameron Johnson back when he filled in for Monty Williams, you know, were complimenting the adjustments he made. I think in his first game, filling in as kind of the interim head coach with Monty out, he drew up a play on the last second that freed up Devin Booker for a three to tie the game. Um, and they lost that game. I think they fouled or something, but it was a huge play down the stretch of the fourth quarter that everybody in the locker room was saying that was all Kevin Young. He drew that up. Mm. So um, they're, they're very high on his ability to schematically and, and tactically look at the game. Um, and that's, that's always a positive thing when you compare that side of it with actually being a player's coach and a, and a people person as well. 
That's really important. Um, I mean, Nick Nurse, he got a similar start with the Raptors. He was the one working with Pascal Siakam and uh, Pascal mm-hmm. credits him for, you know, h- helping him understand how uh, versatile he truly is on the basketball court. And um, now look at Pascal now. Um, do you think he'll transfer to being a head coach? Well, um, as we've seen with Nick Nurse and other coaches, too, that the vibe is just different. Right, it's different yeah. responsibilities, and you take on um, kind of a different identity in a way, and it just sort of happens. It's, you don't, you kind of have to do it in a way like you can't be too passive because you also have to be, you know, strong and and decisive. And you know, when it comes to uh, working with officials and getting calls from officials, like you kind of have to put on a different hat in some cases to someone that you're not even like that person. I remember Steve Nash, geez, when he was coaching with the Nets, like the veins that I saw coming out of that person, you would never know. Right. Cause we didn't see that side of Steve Nash very often. <laughs> yeah. It, it's tough to say, because like you said, once you make that leap from assistant coach to head coach, your job yeah. is to kind of be like, okay, I went from suggesting things to the guy mm-hmm. and maybe they're taken, maybe they're not to now every decision comes down to me. I'm the guy that's in charge of every decision. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think you see a lot of assistant coaches take what they've done with the teams that they were assistants on and incorporate them into what they do, but they will definitely change things. Obviously there'll be things yeah. that they feel like, okay, if I was in charge, I would have done this differently. Um, and I think we'll probably see that with Kevin Young, but you'll definitely see if he gets a head coaching job, you'll see a lot of double drag. You'll see a lot of Spain pick and roll. You'll see um, mm-hmm. some creative offensive sets. Um, yeah. But I also think that he'll be good at tailoring what his team does to his personnel, because mm. I think you look at the offensive rebounding suggestion. A lot of that was based on the fact that, look, we have Tory Craig, we have Josh Okogie, we have athletic guys who can do this. We have DeAndre Ayton. We should be doing this. So yeah. I think he's very good, like they've said, about scouting players and knowing opponents and his own personnel. So mm. I do think he'll be pretty good at being able to devise a strategy on both ends of the floor that pertains to to his personnel. You know, going off the names that the Raptors are rumored to be interested in for this head coaching gig, it seems like they are prioritizing um, a head coach that has some experience in successful half-court offenses. Um, um, you know, we mentioned we're talking about Young, we're, we're talking about Chris Quinn, we're talking about Mitch Johnson and Becky Hammond from the Spurs, Kenny Atkinson, we know his pedigree, Jordy Fernandez from the from the Kings. So that seems to be a focus for them. And, you know, going off of this season, I'm one of the people that, you know, thought that if anything, like the defense was a problem, but their half-court offense was hurting them so badly and there was such a lack of player movement and they had talented players now not a lot of three-point shooting but there should have been more off-ball movement more creativity and it seems like i think the raptors have recognized that and that's why they're they made the decision that they made and also why they're interested in these candidates anything else on on kevin young um Seems like a, a brilliant coach, at least from uh, the X's and O side of things. Obviously, we're all kind of speculating. Don't know too much about him. Don't know how the interviews are going to go. But it's just nice to kind of learn a little, bit, a little bit about him. Some some good nuggets here from you. So thank you. Yeah, I think the only other two things that I've found, I was going through my notes and you know past interviews to look for what they had to say about Kevin Young and uh, Monty brought up his offensive philosophy that he's kind of offered to the Suns is then what in terms of like, okay, they shut down your primary action. What next? They shut down that. What next? So if you are looking for more um, inventive, free-flowing offenses, I think yes. that's a good good yes. sign for a guy yes. like Kevin Young, <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, that he's always thinking the next step, the next yeah. action, that type of thing. That's good, especially if you had a, a stagnant offense or one that didn't have enough creativity. Um, and he's also been a big 
uh, proponent of the Suns let it fly approach. It, it doesn't show up in the Suns three point attempts, um, mm. but he's he's constantly been credited with getting on guys about turning down shots, taking shots. Um, so again, that that could be something that maybe there's a little give and take if the Raptors don't have the requisite three point shooting for that. Yeah. Um, but it, it depends on what they've got. And I think his philosophy will be we need to get up more threes. Definitely. And the Raptors, I mean, they don't have a, they don't have great three-point shooting right now, as Masai Ujiri has outlined um, during his end of season. That is a priority to add some shooting, but I like the idea and they need more shooting. There's no doubt about that, but I think there's more that they could they could utilize with their their six nine six eight players like granted you know you are going to inevitably run into some spacing issues that's just how it is especially with playoff basketball but the fact that there has been such a lack of player movement and that you know so many of their their sets are just like you they run their initial action and then not much happens after that and so what you just said about young it's kind of speaking the language again of what the raptors are kind of needing from their next head coach this has been a very informative chat Gerald, man, thank you so much. Um, I hope things work out for you in Denver um, tonight because game two is going down. But I mean, hell, Kevin Durant's there now. He's there. Yes. You're going to be good for a few seasons. <laughs> yes, he's there. They've got Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. No matter what happens this season, it's uh, it's going to be fun to cover the next few years. But I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, it was a great chat, man. Very, uh, very informative. Love talking to you. Um, hopefully we talk to you again. It's going to be circling around more rumors. Maybe Ojin Anobi again. I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe DeAndre Ayton. Although the stats I gave you Ooh. probably not uh Ooh. very not very happy Ooh. if you're a Raptors yeah. fan hearing that. Yeah. yeah. No. No. Thank you. No. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, but no. Thank you. Um. Anyway, <laughs> thanks, bro.